Hey besties. Wait, pause. Before you go any further, if you hear a minor lisp throughout this episode, it's because your girl got braces. Just bear with me because I'm going to be over-enunciating a lot of my vocals today. Yay! All right, let's just jump right into this episode. It is one that is so needed and something that I need to remind myself of literally daily. All right, here we go. So I stumbled across this cheesy graphic on Pinterest while trying to find inspo for a new episode and I felt like I needed to share. That's how this works, to be honest. I find something that inspires me and resonates with me and I share it because chances are one of you are going through something extremely similar. Anyways, here is the quote. New York is three hours ahead of California, but that doesn't make California slow. Someone graduated at the age of 22, yet waited five years before landing their dream job. And there's another who graduated at 27 and immediately secured one. Someone became CEO at 35 and died at 50, while another became CEO at 50 and lived till 90. Absolutely everyone in this world lives and works based on their own personal time zone. People around you might seem to go ahead while others might appear behind. But everyone is running their own race in their own time. Don't envy them or mock them. They're within their own personal time zone and you bestie are in yours. Breathe, relax, drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw. You're not late. You're not early. You are very much on time. Your time. All right, I'm gonna be honest because that's what we do here. I get really caught up with comparing myself and my accomplishments to those around me. In the world of social media and the illusion of highlight reels, it's honestly so easy to look at someone's life and wish for what they have. I constantly try to remind myself that the things I want to accomplish in life will take time. And just because someone else is achieving their dreams, it doesn't mean I'm failing at mine. That's the one thing that building a community on Instagram and throughout my various platforms has really taught me. I can support others and still want certain things for myself because the world actually is wide enough for everyone. So are you like me? Do you catch yourself frequently failing and falling into the ever alluring yet emotionally dangerous trap of comparing yourself to others? According to social comparison theory, We do this in an attempt to make accurate evaluations of ourselves. But besties, at what cost? While comparison can be a valuable source of motivation and growth, it can also spin us into a tail-chasing frenzy of self-doubt. With the explosion of social media giving us access to continuous material upon which to compare ourselves, our attempts to keep up with the Joneses, it It's moved beyond the neighborhood and onto the web. This makes it especially important, now more than ever, to think about the downside of using others as a benchmark for your own worth. Now, I did some research on my own and I found a couple reasons why it's not good to compare yourselves to other. Okay, by a couple, I mean three. So here we go. One. It is damaging to your sense of self. 
Mark Twain said that comparison is the death of joy. And science agrees. Research has found that comparing breeds of feelings of envy, low self-confidence, and depression, as well as compromises our ability to trust others. While downward comparison, comparing ourselves to those less fortunate, can provide some benefits to one's sense of self, even this form of comparison comes at a price. It requires that we take pleasure in someone else's failures or misfortune in order to feel adequate, which can in time fuel mean-spirited competitiveness versus collaboration, jealousy versus connection. When comparing leads you to devalue yourself or devalue others, you have entered dangerous territory. Number two, what you are comparing against is actually inaccurate information. Let's face it, what people present to the outside world is usually an edited version of their reality. When someone asks you how you're doing, often you respond by saying, oh, my husband's driving me crazy, I'm feeling like a failure at work, and I'm just about ready to lose my mind. No, <laughs> you don't respond that way. Instead, you probably bite your tongue and say, things are great. I'm doing so good. A recent study in the Personality and Social Psychology, Social Psychology Bulletin, I told you there were going to be lists, confirmed that people are less likely to reveal their negative emotions than their positive emotions. Additionally, this study found that people tend to overestimate the presence of positivity in the lives of others while they misinterpret or fail to detect negative feelings in others. So not only is what's being delivered an incomplete picture, we tend to distort the information we do receive. Literally a double freaking whammy. So besties, next time you find yourself comparing your life to someone else's, stop. And ask yourself if it's really fair to compare when you don't have all the information. You quite literally could be comparing your behind the scenes with someone else's highlight reel. Number three, it doesn't actually help you accomplish your goals. So ruminating about how someone else is better looking, has more friends, or is more successful than you is both time consuming and largely ineffective. Being hard on ourselves actually zaps motivation and decreases goal completion. If you really want to live a life that feels fulfilling, you need to dedicate your time and energy to your own values. Get your focus in the right place. Ask yourself the following questions. When you imagine yourself at the end of your life, looking back at what you've done, what will be the experiences and accomplishments that you will have been most proud of or what's most important to you? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of relationships do you want to have? What do you want people to remember about you? Use these personal values as the barometer upon which you compare rather than the accomplishments of those around you. Look, besties, take it from me. It's a losing battle. If comparing is how you evaluate your worth, you will always be losing. In this game of life, you will never reach a point where you are better than others in every single way. And Honestly, why would you want to be? 
part of what makes life awesome in my experience is learning from the talents of others. Look, instead of trying to be as good or better than others, focus your energy on being the very best version of yourself. So next time you catch yourself using someone else as a benchmark for your own worth, stop. Remind yourself how ineffective that strategy is. Compassionately redirect your energy and attention to your own goals and what it's required to achieve them. Again, you're living in your own time zone. They're in their own time zone. And it's okay if your time zones aren't in the same time zone. Look, I get it. Easier said than done. That's why we're here, right? We are committing to learning, growing, and becoming better versions of ourselves. So I'm going to share with you personal tips that I have come up with and learned from to help you stop comparing yourself to someone else's time zone. Number one, water your own grass. When we focus on other people, we lose time that we could otherwise invest in ourselves. We don't grow green grass by focusing on our neighbor's garden. <laughs> we do it nurturing our own. The grass is always going to feel greener on the other side, but honestly, besties, it's green where you water it. Two, accept where you are. Look, you can't change something you don't acknowledge. So instead of resisting or fighting where you are, just come to peace with it. Say yes to every single part of your life, jiggle some doorknobs, <laughs> and then make decisions that will move you in the right direction. Number three, love your past. Look, your life might have been messy and bumpy. Mine has too. It might have been colored by mistakes, anxiety, and fear. Yeah, mine has too. But all those things were catalysts to help me become a better, wiser, and more courageous version of Manda. So I challenge you to embrace your story and how much you've grown from it. Be proud of what you've done and for wanting to create a better life for yourself. Four, this one's hard, especially coming from someone whose job is social media, but do a social media detox. We are constantly bombarded with people who live hashtag blessed lives on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all of it. What we don't consider is that we often compare our own worst moments with someone else's highlight. Just like I said before, social media can be a great source of inspiration, but if it triggers inadequacy, self-doubt, and frustration, then choose to do a detox. Make sure you are the one controlling social media and not the other way around. Also besties, unfollow people that make you feel unworthy. That's just a rule of thumb. Five, know that this is not the end of the movie. If you're not happy where you are today, remember that this is just a snapshot of your life in the grand scheme of things. Where you are today doesn't say anything about where you'll be in one or three years from now. What matters isn't where you are, but where your mindset, attitude, and your life is going. Six, be grateful for what you have. My girl Oprah said, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever, ever have enough. Whenever you find yourself looking at what other people have, 
remind yourself of what you're grateful for. For me personally, that means appreciating my family, my incredible community and friends, and the fact that I have the ability and privilege to be doing the things that I love and call it a job. Number seven, realize that you're not and will never be perfect. There will always be someone richer, smarter, and more attractive than you. No one is perfect. Trying to be perfect is not the solution. So instead of getting down on yourself for your flaws, quirks, and imperfections, accept them fully. Free yourself by embracing the fact that you are perfectly imperfect. I know, it sounds cheesy, but I promise guys, that one is life-changing. Number eight, be your own ally. That means the voice inside your head cannot tell you all different kinds of BS. Mine has told me that I'm boring, stupid, and ugly in comparison to others, and honestly, a bunch of other awful things. So instead of joining in when the mean voice of comparison pops up, choose to be on your own side. Relieve, soothe, and comfort yourself. Give yourself regular pep talks. And if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't you dare say it to yourself. Nine, turn comparison into inspiration. Look, we tend to compare our behind the scenes with someone else's big moment. We've covered that. But we also tend to focus on their success and not on the thousands of hours they probably spent preparing and working for their achievement. Instead of letting other people's triumphs get you down on yourself, let them open you up to possibilities. Let them be the inspiration for what you can be, do, and even have in life. And 10, tell a better story. If the story you're telling yourself isn't one of empowerment, strength, and optimism, then tell a better one. Instead of telling yourself that you're not competent enough to do the work you wanna do, tell yourself you're brave enough to try something new. Instead of blaming yourself for mistakes in the past, remind yourself that you did the best you could and you've learned from it. Besties, what I'm getting to is actually pretty simple when you think about it. Take back what belongs to you. Comparing yourself to others often leaves us feeling frustrated, anxious, and paralyzed about moving forward. It doesn't help one single bit in creating the life that we want. Instead, it honestly just takes away valuable time and energy that could have been spent on building our future. Whenever you focus on what other people have done that you haven't, you literally give away your own power. Every single minute spent on comparing your path to someone else's is a minute lost on creating your own. So here we are together. We are taking back our power from all the people, places, and situations where we've left it. And we're bringing it back home. Decide that your energy will be used for believing, not doubting, and for creating, not destroying. Besties, I'm committing to focusing on me. I'm focusing on watering my own grass and building my path. I'm focusing on being the best Manda that I can be. And I'm going to share that with the rest of you. Because you know what? While we might be different in life and time zones, there is space for all of us to support each other and succeed. And I'm on the road.
I don't know about you, but I feel personally attacked by that episode. I mean, mostly that's the point as I talk about things that I'm going through and then I assume that someone out there is going through them too. So I apologize if you feel personally victimized by Amanda. That's not my intention. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. The fact that we're on episode 13 literally blows my mind. I'm consistently feeling so loved and supported and appreciated by all of y'all. As always, please subscribe, like, and write a review for our podcast. That helps all the podcasting platforms know that you're enjoying the show. Plus, my love language is words of affirmation, so I love reading all the reviews that y'all write. Besties, thank you again for everything. I will see you next week with another incredible guest interview. You're not going to want to miss the next one.